get out of that. Yeah, yeah whenever you're ready, man. You're recording. All right. Just give me a second. All right. And here we are again, and we're back. I know it's been some sort of long, protracted period of being away from the shooter's role, but uh, no excuses there. But we're here to talk ball again, and uh, could be better circumstances. AT? Yeah, man. With, with, with all the crazy going on in the world, we just have to do it. You know, that's, that, that's our motto, right? We're, we're meant to be here for the fans. For the fans. That's right. So that's what we're doing today. That's right. Uh, I'm Dee Swizzle, and this is The Shooter's Roll, a podcast made by fans for the fans. Unfortunately, tonight, we don't have Reg with us, but we are carrying on and recapping some of Reg's predictions um, as well as our own predictions from the start of the season. And we're going to just have a bit of fun and see who was on the money right from the get-go and who has uh, completely uh, picked really, really poorly uh, for, for the predictions. But let's start, let's start T, on um, who we chose as the championship winners um, at the start of the season. Now, I'm going to kick this off with you because uh, it looks like you're doing all right here. You chose one, the Lakers, <laughs> yeah. and secondly, the Jazz as your championship contenders to start the season. Now, tell us about that. Yeah, I guess um, the, you know, like there's only one LA team, as I predicted at the beginning of the year. <laughs> stayed on that. I've not, not stayed on that path. <laughs> No, anytime you put together like two like um, top five plays in the league, uh, it's and you're basically going to get a um, a championship contender. Uh, like with LeBron, every every star he's played with, he's he's always fit into a mode, right? Because he's a he's pretty much more like Magic Johnson rather than Jordan, right? So he he has a big man, uh, AD, and. He's accommodating to him, you know. Like after the first loss of the year, losing to the Clippers, I remember we we were on the panel and everyone was banging the Lakers, banging LeBron. It's too old, you know. It was one game. <laughs> it was one game. <laughs> everyone was flipped like the other way. The reverse bandwagon. Acquires the man, acquires the team. <laughs> but yeah, um, I had to take all that punishment. But in my head, I knew that. You know, when the Lakers got rolling, like the, the reason why they lost that first game was LeBron was giving the board AD. Like he's just fully accommodating. Like you, you look back in the old days where he played with the Heatles, you know, like when when they first started, uh, that, that uh, threesome um, of uh, Wade and Bosch and LeBron, uh, they were all like very, no, you have it, no, you have it, no, you have it. So they were just figuring themselves out. So I felt that beginning of the season with LeBron and AD, that that's what they were doing, right? And and especially AD's coming up to like a contract year. So so, so LeBron had to prove to him, uh, to AD that, you know, yeah, I want you to be part of this team. I want you to be part of this future. So he went out of the way. And then I think uh, within like 10 games or something, I think AD came to LeBron and said, like, dude, man, just play. You know, and uh, and I think that 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 they did that. Like LeBron played his natural game, attacked when he had to, 
um, just make winning plays, as he always says. Just make the right play, make, make the right play. Um, yeah, I felt that at the beginning of the year, he was very forcing the ball into AD without actually making the right play. So go on to my second team, uh, the Jazz. It was a bit rocky. Um, they, they had uh, issues with um, the lineup with Mike Colony uh, and then moving Joe Ingles in and out of the lineup. Uh, and then they had the trade uh, for, what's that, from Cleveland? They, they had the trade for, what's his name? Clarkson. Yeah, so, 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 so when they got Clarkston, that, that gave them like a pure score off the bench. So, so the pressure was off the starters to get those big, big numbers, you know, especially um, yeah, for, for Mitchell. Like Mitchell is a star, but then he didn't have anyone else that, that, that could get that double-digit scoring, you know. And now they have that, they pretty much have everything they need in, uh, like in a team, and, and that's including uh, coronavirus. <laughs> but the thing is, though, it's surprising for both your picks. And I'll break it down. Sure. Um, firstly, the, the second team you mentioned there, the Jazz, there were periods during the season where they looked so off, like they, the, the offense wasn't clicking, people's roles weren't defined. And, but it's surprising at this, this juncture point where the coronavirus has taken you know, the league um, enforced it to be suspended until this passes. Fortunately, hopefully, the season will be able to continue on um, in some point during this, this year. But just on this juncture point, I'm surprised that the Jazz are fourth in the West with 41 wins and 23 losses, despite all the, all the, the problems, the the things that made um, the headlines and just the the predictions of, you know, where the Jazz have been failing. It's, it's, I find it surprising that they're still holding their own despite their struggles and despite Conley's struggles through this season. This break might, might do them good, to be honest. It's, um, it might be the reset for them. On the other hand, the Lakers, I don't know if this break is necessarily a good thing. They were riding high momentum. League best, 49 wins, 14 losses. At this point in the season, we're about, you know, three quarters of the way through the season. I would have, I I certainly didn't pick it from the start that they would be so successful. At this point, you know, 49 wins, 14 losses. That's a lot of winning. That's a lot of play from... You know, and, and props to them because it's not just the superstars that have been turning up. The, the, the role players have been there. And a team is a team for a reason that goes beyond superstars. So I find both records surprising at this point in the season. Um, but, well, the Lakers, cut above the rest. I mean, when you talk about who the dominant team is, I mean, the Lakers uh, are first in the West. Second, sorry, I have to make a correction. They have the second best record in the league. It's the it's the Bucks that have the best record in the league at this point. Um, but second in the West is the Clippers. So I don't know if I agree with you that the Lakers are the young LA team, but the Clippers are on forty four wins and and twenty losses. Uh, I just, for me, I'm I I think that they've got another gear to kick in for them. Um, and when it comes to the playoffs, if and when we get there, 
I think we'll get to fully see what the developments are. And this break, I think it's certainly going to help the Clippers more so than the Lakers, given that PG's been hurt um, for and been in and out of the lineup and an extensive period due to his injuries. And, and this, this period is, is going to allow him to heal and to come back um, when, when that happens. So I think this break for the, uh, for the Clippers will do them good. I mean, the Clips were, were the team that I, one of the teams I, I predicted at the start of the season that could be a title contender. The other one is the Nuggets, who are just underneath the Clippers in the West with the third best record in, the, in, the, in that conference. 43 wins, 22 losses, uh, with the sixth best record in the league. I also think that they've got another gear in them as well. I, don't, I think they've been a bit patchy here and there. Um, but I think it just goes to show how well that the Lakers have been playing, uh, given that they are, when you think about, you know, five clear games ahead of um, the Clippers, they're kind of above the rest in, in the tough West. It's a tough West. I mean, 49 wins in the West, in my view, trumps the Bucks' 53 wins in the East, given the, the caliber of opposition in the, in the Western Conference. Uh, in saying that, Reg, Reg's prediction of the Bucks, it's coming to fruition. First, uh, you know, first in the league, best record in the league, uh, 53 wins, 12 losses. Lots to say about the Bucks, given that they appear to be a complete team. I think they'll they'll decimate all in the East. Uh, I don't even think it's close, to be honest, in the East. Um, there are some notables there, um, notable opposition, but it's going to be tough. It's going to be tough for the other the other teams to keep up. Uh, speaking of trying to keep up, Reg's other pick, and I don't want to talk poorly about this because she's not here to defend herself. But the Sixers struggling sixth in the East in the East. Uh, down, thoughts on that? Yeah, so 76ers have been a, a drama house. Like if they had a TV show, I think it'll be a hit. You know, it'll be something like the Kardashians. <laughs> yeah, it's um yeah, I've I've followed the 76ers uh, myself uh, closely. Uh, just be just being a uh, Australian and uh, being a Ben Simmons fan. Uh, I I watched him in the off season and you know, he's just developed his game. He he didn't play for the Boomers. Uh, but yeah, his, his jump shot's not coming. Like yeah, Reg, Reg picked it too you know, in, in one of the, I guess one of the chats we had. Like, like he he won't be shooting, and I I can't believe he's not shooting it. So yeah, and then I guess you, you you're fitting two pieces that don't work don't work together in in, in him and Joe Embiid. It's just um it, it was a messy fit last year, but because they got so far, in like in that one game against Toronto, the, I guess the brass put back the whole team. But they they never fixed the issue. Uh, last year's team they had more shooting, which which kind of patched a lot of holes that these two guys had in their game. And and now this year is without having those two um, all those shooters around, it's it, it's blatantly coming obvious that um, the games don't mesh and and mash, you know. And yeah, there has to be there has to be something done. There has to be something done. That's what I feel like. I don't think that uh, the way the team is constructed, they are a championship contender. Ah oh, no, not not this season. Maybe maybe we could have been talking about this last season, but mm. definitely not this season. If they're only sixth in the East, 
uh, which which brings me to some notable notable teams that have been surprising. Um, I'll stick with the East here. Raptors. Loss of Kawhi. I am very surprised and happily surprised that they're doing so well. I mean, second in the East, third best record in the league, 46 wins, 18 losses. A lot to be said for Nick Nurse and, and the coaching staff there and, and keeping the machine rolling. Yeah, definitely. Uh, this is this is perfect uh, example of a system running the organization rather than individual uh, players. Saying that, um, Peace Spicy, he's, he's picked up his game a lot. Like he's literally uh, last year he was in the number two spot, and he's without Kawhi there, he's comfortably stepped into the number one spot, um, and he's um, yeah doing it at will. Like seeing him play, he, like he's one of the most unguardable players in the league, being his height. His skill set, his outside shooting, and and the spacing they have, and the and they just a, they have the team. They have so much comfort in the team because it's the same team that won last year. Like yeah. yourself and me, we've been in championship winning teams in our red leagues, and and losing a, a big player in, in our organization, like we didn't really feel it as much because we we knew each other. We we knew that we had players that could step up. You know, so. I, um, yeah, so, so I felt that um, they kept the structure in place and they have all these players that um, they're, they're stepping up and they're playing great. Like you get your um, eighth and ninth man come in to play. They haven't played for three games in a row. They, they come in, step in, score six points, get three, four rebounds in overtime and they win. Like this, that's the, that's the formula of championship, championship winning teams, right? Next man up, next yeah, man yeah. up, next man up. And it's just... Watching them play, it's just it's just like blue collar worker, you know. It's like there's there's no like uh, glamour and glitz when they play. It's, it's um, usually messy game, but just you you just look at their their work ethic and um, yeah, just just their pride, the pride they have on defense, you know, and 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 they're playing for each other. Like it's really hard, I think, in the NBA for for teams to actually play for each other. Uh, we, we we see it on the co- uh, in the college level, but in the NBA, it, it really happens, and yeah, it's is a testament to what um, Toronto has built like during, during the years, like the lean years where they, where they weren't winning. What yeah. do you think about that? Uh, look, I think the, you, you can turn to the notable usual suspects um, to play well. Kyle Lowry will hold his own and he'll be a pest on defense and he'll, There'll be a menace on offense, but it's it's the play of people like Fred Van Vliet, who who's been outstanding this season. But people, uh, someone like him, that other teams discount because he's he's short or he didn't come from a you know the the pedigree of a high high end college, and he's been a he's been an underdog all his life. But he's gritty, and I like the way he plays. And and in terms of the system, he's got the right fit. Is they're, they're well coached and look, uh, props to them for for making the East as competitive as it is. Because I mean, the last thing as viewers we want is a lopsided league. And really, you know, people like the Bucks, but no one really likes a really strong winner uh, that decimates everyone, i.e., uh, Golden State. <coughs> uh, are you right there, you cough? Do you, do you want to get that checked out? Yeah, yeah I'm all right there. It's not corona. It's not isolation. Hey, man, just look it after yourself. Look it after you, man. It's taken its toll. 
more than anything, I'm going more so crazy being at home. But yeah. that's that's another story for another day. Look, the other team, uh, the other no, no, uh, notables I'd like to mention, Celtics, uh, third in the East. So-so. I think they've got a lot more in them. Yeah. Um, but they're holding their own and, and you know, they're close enough to the Raptors to, to challenge for a, um, a stronger home court advantage come the postseason. Uh, Kemba's, Kemba's been injured um, just, you know, just prior to, uh, just after the All-Star break and in, into the, the season um, just before the NBA, NBA suspended the season. Uh, but I think there's a lot more to give. Jason Tatum's having a good season. I like his play. I think it's going to go a long way to, you know, his career and how he develops. Um, clear cut, you know, if Kemba can't stay, stay on the floor, Jason Tatum is the go-to guy for that team. Definitely. And the other notables I've got, Miami, doing well. Fourth in the East. Did not predict that at the start of the year. Yep. Jimmy? Jimmy Buckets? Jimmy Buckets. Jimmy Bucks is killing it. Like he's... If you can find that perfect match for a player and a team, it's Jimmy and Miami. It's just a match made in heaven. They're just like, um, yeah, just you just see him play and just just accelerate. You know, I I follow his YouTube channel, and um, yeah, he's just he's just um, happy. Like, yeah, you know, I, I could see a lot the seasons where he was in other teams, like he does he didn't seem happy. Like, you know, and and now he's just he's just oozing out. Like, he's just comfortable. That's 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 the key word I I have for Jimmy. He's comfortable where he is and yeah, he's comfortable with his teammates. Doesn't care, doesn't want superstars, he just wants people to play hard and, and that's awesome. It's 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 great to see. Uh look, uh, we all like surprises and I think Miami being so strong. I mean, we always pick them as a playoff team, but I didn't I didn't anticipate personally that they would they would be this high this late in the season. The other team, uh we all like feel good stories and and uh, teams uh, punching above their weight. In the West, OKC, fifth in the West, 40 wins, 24 losses, having a great year. Yeah, definitely. Um, watching, watching OKC come against uh, Houston and actually winning and, and CP3 having the revenge game, and it's just, it's just amazing. They, they have a bunch of talent, and they all know they're not going to be there long term. So they're just playing, just playing for the next contract. But um, yeah, yeah they're, they're, they're playing for each other. And yeah, it's, it, it's amazing to see. Like, you know, once again, like in, in, in NBA teams, we don't see a team like this where everyone just wants to know where the next location is. But these guys have got together and just saying, let's just play hard and just see what happens. And, and they basically see themselves uh, as a sixth spot, in the, like in the, in the playoffs, if we have a playoffs. So. It's it's amazing, and I wouldn't want to see them in the first round if I was in the top teams. Because, like, who do you guard? Like, they're just, you know, they're just a a, um, a rough, trashy team, and just yeah, they're like rough riders. Just get up. They're gonna hit you a couple of times. Um, yeah. A lot to be said about uh, Chris Paul's play this season. I think everyone discounted him and wrote him off, uh, but he's 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 had a great season as the the headline act. They're in OKC, but it's been a team effort all round. And look, that organization is placed well with all of the Clippers draft picks coming in, come, going to kick in for the next, you know, few years after this season. So 
I mean, why not win now? They've, they've certainly got the opportunity to win now. I, I didn't think that the organisation would have considered themselves at the start of the season to be in this place. Uh, you know, tanking would, would have been first and foremost on their minds. But uh, at this point, uh, just keep it rolling. Yeah, d- definitely. Now, d- definitely. Just one more, yeah. one more point I can see. Like, you lose Paul George, MVP candidate last year. Yeah. Uh, you lose uh, Russell, MVP, two, two seasons ago, or two or three seasons ago. And you pretty much get the same record without that. And, you know, it's just, in terms of a GM, you've dumped all these salaries. Of course, you picked up CP, um, CP3, but you wouldn't think that um, they would be in this position. They'll, they'll definitely be in lottery, right? But yeah, yeah. It's, it, it's a surprise. Yeah, a, a feel-good story. Yeah, especially in the West. Especially in the West. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, the the question the question lies. Fingers crossed. Season continues on, um, and and you know we've got to keep that positivity that it will. Uh, you're still backing your picks as title contender, LA Lakers. Yeah. Um... Yeah, like you touched on, it, it's not a great time for the season, the season to be suspended because the Lakers were on a, a peak, right? They, they they were playing hard. They were trying to get the number one seed. Um, I, I follow Le, LeBron's um, career. So what he does is he ramps up just before the playoffs. And then yeah. and then as the last 20 games, 2015 games off, he tapers off. Like it, most NBA players in their schedules, they stop, stop doing weights when they get after the All-Star. All Star Weekend, so so yeah. as an older team, uh, they were tapering off and getting ready for the playoffs. But um, yeah, I, I'll still back them, of course. But but I feel that yeah, you, you're you're correct in saying that the the Clippers um, will be will benefit more than the Lakers. This this break will hurt the Lakers more. So so just assume we come out of this uh, hi- hiatus, the suspension. Hopefully, there's enough games for for the Lakers to get rolling, get their bodies rolling again. Uh, get yeah. a top seed, and and then in the in the first first couple of rounds they they get their footing, um, and then we we see a proper Lakers team like the the Lakers team that we saw just before suspension. So that's that's the main thing I want to see. I, I want to see all the teams because they're wrapping up. It would be a pity if um, some of these players fall out of shape, and and then we don't get to see the the vision that we had before the suspension. But that's the, that's what that's what's the danger. Oh, and that's that's the onus there is on the player, mm. who is still you know making money, significant amount of money to to be ready. It's like being a bench guy, isn't it? You get called up and you've got to perform. I mean, yep. this is this is no different to to that mentality. And they're professional. They're, they're, no doubt, they're all they're all keeping in shape at this point in the season because it's not a lost season as yet. It hasn't been called as yet, so. I think that's the main thing about it. Uh, look, I'm still I'm still confident in my picks too. I, I think when you look at the predictions from all of us, they were all aside from Reg's sixes. She could have the last laugh. You never know that they, 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 they might have bonded after this ISO, the ISO together. Legit though, that's bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> you never know, you never know in the NBA. That's all right. Yeah. 
But I, right. we'll, uh, I agree with you. I agree with you. We 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 have uh, strong opinions, and we stand by them. Like the seventy sixes, um, all the fans out there apologize, but yeah, they did. <laughs> now we we'll 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 pivot we'll pivot to our MVP picks at the start of the season. Uh, well done again. I mean, you're on fire here. You chose. You predicted Giannis and Harden to to take out the crowd and legitimately so both of them are potentially the the the, the top two favorites to take it out yeah the issue with Harden, i guess with every year right like n- no one likes him because he shoots 40 or 50 shots to get 40 points and and i think his voters uh fatigue especially with Harden, right um you've never seen a player that can do this like even though he shoots so much, he can still score that much. I remember when when we had Kobe, like you know, rest in peace, Kobe. But when we had him, he was shooting so much, but he couldn't get that that average to be that high. And Harden does it so easily with 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 all the free throws and all his pivoting and all his herky jerky moves. It's crazy, right? But in the last three years, he's got the MVP award. He came second, and then this year, he's not even in the conversations of the all the media outlets. The, all the media outlets all talk about is LeBron and they talk about Giannis, right? But if, if, if LeBron's having an MVP season, um, I, I think um, he, he's up there. But around the board, uh, Giannis' stats are better. Uh, his team's winning more. Uh, yeah. And so if you make a comparison for two teams, and they're on top of the top of the league. So the only reason why they wouldn't vote Giannis is the like the feel good story of a comeback from an old MVP uh, and, yeah. and give it to someone else. But you know, the, the NBA, you know, all, all the people voting, they don't always vote to towards the stats or the, you know, they, they vote towards their own um, agenda. So, but if, if, if it's purely based on basketball, it has to be Giannis. He's just, he's unstoppable in the regular season. Uh, you give him the ball on the break, unless you have three men standing shoulder to shoulder, he's going to score. He's going to get fouled. Or he's going to find an open shooter. That's, that's how they're winning by a, a record league margin. And no one's talking about the Bucks. No one cares about the Bucks. <laughs> yeah. They should though, because they've got the best record in the league. And, and MVP voting goes on winning percentage and are you the best player on the most winningest team? And Giannis ticks both those boxes presently as we currently are during the suspended season. But it's not only that, it's the numbers. When you look at the numbers, Giannis's stats this year are even better than his MVP caliber season of last year. Yep. How can you take the MVP award from someone who's played better than their MVP season last season and noting that the other players in the league have to some degree not improved. The only person you could probably give the improvement tag to in terms of the high echelon and elite players is LeBron, given his the season that he's had, the winning percentages out West, being the best team in the West, leading the league in assists. But you look at Giannis's numbers, he's up two more points per game. He's getting one extra rebound a game and his assist rate is about the same. So I'll just break that down. This season, 29.6 points per game, 13.7 rebounds per game, 5.8 assists per game, shooting at close to 55% from the field, 
the only the only qualm about this all is his three point percentage not great at thirty percent, but but it's up five percent from last year. That means he was pretty shooting pretty shit last year though, and it's still pretty bad now at thirty percent. But in saying that, he's still improving. Yeah, he is. Did you did you catch the game when they they played the Lakers? Like they played the Lakers twice this year. Yeah. And the first yeah. game, he he was hitting it from from everywhere. He was hitting it from Steph Curry's car park. Like they're, they're leaving it wide open and hitting it. Uh, and then the, the second game, he wasn't. So, but the fact that he had wide open shots. So if he hits that thirty percent, at least he's um, you know, it's it, it's a pass mark. It's yeah. not like twenty percent. Like you know, some some players in the NBA, you you just give like you know, Ben Simmons when he's on the three point line, just run to the free throw line. <laughs> he's literally a rebound yeah. and, and an outlet. So yeah, look, uh, you know, you, you chose Harden, and Harden's numbers are a little bit down from last season, but they're still high numbers. You know, he's averaging about two points less per game. Um, still getting thirty four point four points per game. It's a lot of points, 6.4 rebounds, 7.4 assists. But I don't know. The play just hasn't seemed as phenomenal this year. Uh, I know it's just lacking in. The numbers look pretty consistent from last year, but just the, you know, two points per game less. But it just when you watch him play and when there's just moments where it, it just feels really robotic and it's... It's hard to see that, you know, I, I feel as though he hasn't had those moments where you go, wow, that's the MVP. I just, I just haven't seen it. Last season, there were a lot of moments where you go, wow, that's the MVP, but not so much this season. Maybe Russ has got something to do with that. Yeah, I, the games I watched in Houston, it's just disappointing. Like, there was games where uh, the big, big marquee games and they win it, right? And then... They, they couldn't back it up beating a team that's under 500. So, so, yeah. so, so, so I felt like last season, they, they kept that run. Like he, that's why when he scored 60 and 50 and 60, it didn't matter who it was against. He was like, I'm taking the all comers and you know, I'm going to score regardless, right? And, and now I yeah. found that it, they're up and down as a team. And, and this with the lineup changes and going 100% of, on small ball, which, which gives the team, it gives him and Westbrook more more pressure to get that 40 points. They need to score 40, 60 points to win. Uh, like, like they, I think Harden last year still had that pressure, but if they doubled him, he just threw the lob to like the centers. But there, there was yeah. more, there's more outs. So, so he allowed him to be the centerpiece and allowed him to look look better and, and, and give us that wow. You know, like he, like he, everything he does, he's he's gonna score, he's gonna pass. He's, you know, he he pretty much was was Houston Rockets. Like he was the centerpiece of it. Um, a little bit of the shine, I think, from Westbrook being there. Uh, there's a couple of games this year where Westbrook played well, and they won. And it wasn't James Harden. So then it, it, it seems to question, right? So then you had two choices. You're like, ah, uh, when Westbrook plays well, he wins. So it took kind of the shine off of a 40-point game or something, you know, because he could score with, with anyone. But when he got big scores this year, they, they went up losing. But when Russ got his triple-double or a certain amount of rebounds and assists, that's when they won. So, so, so from my, my view is part of it's from West, uh, Westbrook, but part of it was going small ball and actually depending on, on these two players a lot more. 
you know, Houston just changed their whole um, outlook in terms of offense. Yeah. So it, it, it's a need to score that much rather than, you know, a, a something that's nice to happen. Well, there'll be plenty more scoring with Capella gone. So, look, uh, the, 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 if the suspension lifts, uh, I'm anticipating Harden's going to come out of the gate really quickly. But that, that's, that's a personal view of mine. Um, he's, he's, he's got to chase Giannis. He's behind him at the moment. But let, let's talk about the, the other player you mentioned. He's a notable, and we, in our selections, we didn't choose him. LeBron having a great year. 25.7 points per game, 7.9 rebounds a game, and 10.4 assists per game. I mean, what can you say? He's, he's, he's still the king. He is. Like, you think that father time has kicked in and it's for him to, like, take a proper back seat. But he's, yeah. up, the, he's up the game. Um, yeah, he's all hats off to him. Uh, I remember there was a quote from AD at the beginning of the season where he said, I'm going to get LeBron to play defense. Uh, and, and just the media and myself were like, how can you tell a, a, a champion, a king, MVP, multiple MVP winner to start playing defense just because you wanted him to play defense? But all credit to LeBron, he's actually stepped up. He, he plays defense. Yeah. Like This year, I haven't seen him take much plays off like he has been in, in the previous years. Uh, yeah, he's he's playing basketball, and and because of the suspension, it, it kind of shows that you know we take games for granted. Uh, I think he had a quote a couple, I think last week, he said that you know he played hard, and that's all that's all he can do. Like if he if he didn't, then he he will have that question mark over him, like oh, what if if I played harder? Uh, because nothing is guaranteed, right? No, nothing's guaranteed in the NBA. You're not guaranteed to go to the. The playoffs, you're not guaranteed, I guess, now. We're not guaranteed that the league will come back, you know. So, yeah. so, so having that mantra of saying, I'm, I'm going to play every game to his merit, it, it was awesome. It's, it's like a feel-good story, you know. His running mate there, also having a good season, AD, 26.7 points per game, 9.4 rebounds per game, and 3.1 assists per game, shooting at 51%. Great tandem. They're both putting up huge monster numbers uh it's just it's, it's just a matter of carrying it through now they've gone through this a lot of the season and i suppose the upside to this suspension period is they get to rest and i think that bodes well for them that's the upside here for them it's you know the momentum killing is is the downside but it's allowing their bodies to rest is another thing i mean LeBron injury plagued season last season. AD notoriously injury prone outlook. Um, this time they're both playing well throughout the season. You haven't really heard of you know load management from either of these players this season. Not so much as you know uh, Kawhi, but doing well there. Uh, look, uh, big things I reckon for the Lakers this season if it does continue on. Uh, it'd be a shame if it doesn't continue. Mm. Uh, and it'd be a shame that my prediction that Nikola Jokic to be the league MVP would not come to fruition because I still think he can do it. Uh, but he is, a, he is a fair way behind at this point. His numbers, though, this season, this is where the elite players, this is why they're elite. It's because consistently, season after season, they put up 
similar statistics. And Don't Jokic's numbers this season, similar to to last season, you know, 20.2 points per game, 10.2 rebounds a game, and 6.9 assists per game. It's 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 like they're machines. That's that's what it is, you know. Apart from where they kick in, um, you know, in their development phase into superstardom phase, apart from that exponential growth, superstar players are superstars because they can put up numbers consistently. And that's, that's what makes them great. And, you know, that's, that's, that, Jokic has, has got it tough for him. He's, his team doesn't have the best record. His numbers don't pop out at you. But when you think about it, he's close to a 20, uh, look, seven assists per game. It's not exactly close to 10 assists per game. But to have a 20, 10 and 10 season, it's, it's going to be pretty incredible to, to do. Um, you know, but I think there's there's a lot more. There's a lot other players who are doing are doing greater than that. Uh, the the last player I wanted to make mention out of my picks was I had fun with this because it was Dame time when I told you this, and and Dame there was a stretch there where he was incredible before he went down with an injury. He was so good to watch. Uh, there was a game he played against the Lakers. Could, it was just phenomenal. He was hitting him from the logo. Uh, just sheer grit, finesse. He's got it all, though, that guy. And his numbers pop out this season because they are a little bit better than last season, which means to say they're great numbers at 28.9 points per game, 4.3 rebounds a game. But he's almost got one more assist per game this season at 7.8. So, uh, look, if if... Portland were a, as a team, a, a contender, his, his Dame's name would be up there in, in MVP voting. But sad as it say, they're not even, you know, they're fighting for a play, the last playoff spot at the moment, which is a real shame given Dame's season. So it's, it, it'll be interesting to see if they do squeeze in because similarly to OKC, would you really want to play Dame and Portland first round? I don't know. No, I think um, Portland would be more of a scarier um, project because they've they've upset teams before. I remember the year yeah. when they were, they were the lower seed against Houston, and and that was a Dame Dame hit the three. Yeah, Dame hit a three on the buzzer in overtime to to win the game to seal the game. Yeah, so so definitely. Um, yeah, Portland has been there and done that before, especially Dame Time. Dame Time last year, waving goodbye to OKC. <laughs> yeah, he's, that's, that's stuff of legend. That's, yeah, that's that stuff of legend. Stuff and, and, and having that guy on the floor, if the game came down to a, a one-possession one game, yeah, it's definitely, uh, he, he's proven himself to be uh, a winner. Yeah, I remember when we watched the, the Lakers game, we watched it together, and he just dismantled the Lakers in the last two minutes. You know, though, yeah. it was a big game to uh, that was a game straight after or a couple of games after where I guess uh, Kobe and um, Gigi's um, tragedy. And I guess the Lakers um, were down, I guess. And yeah, but Dame stepped up and in the interview, he said at the end of the day, it's, um, it's Mamba mentality. So definitely Mamba mentality in that game. He, he killed it. So Speaking, we have missed quite a bit. Um, in terms of news since our own 
um, break here at, at the show just roll, but we are now back. And just speaking of Reg's picks, it's, I mean, there's not a lot to discuss here. Curry going down, Reg chose Curry and he went down in the first week of the season. Yeah. And her other pick was Embiid. And I don't think he's personally close to the, the top front runners. In, in actual fact, his numbers are, uh, are down from last season. And um, given that his team is not performing well, even in the East, it's, it's, it's got a lot left to desire for, for his MVP um, validity. Now, leading into this coming um, rest of the season outlook, I am hopeful, as I'm sure you are, that um, uh, the suspension um, of the season will be lifted and that we'll get an opportunity to see the season play out um, fittingly. Um, you know, it'd be a real shame, wouldn't it, if, if the season were to, to be forfeited. Um, uh, leaving aside the the money and financial impact that that will have, um, it's just the the people are hanging. People are hanging out for the, the you know. It's like reading a book, a good book, and then not not finishing it. I suppose it's yep. it's it, it'd be a real shame if if it didn't finish. Yeah, it's like starting the fire. But there's no fire. <laughs> so, yeah. so, so with that, you know, we, we what happens in the China League, the CBA is very important, right? The the NBA is kind of like monitoring that situation. Because uh, because what I've what I've heard and what I've read, um, keeping up with the, the social media of the NBA, is um, the the they're monitoring the CBA because the CBA is um, moving all the teams to like a remote location like a, a, a neutral location. So let's say that they move um, into the same hotel you know, and then they have a court there and then they, they play the games at one court. So they said the key thing here is trying to, I guess, trying to, to, to keep everyone isolated and, and, and no one that's infected to be around the players. So there's no chance of, I guess, further infection, right? And, yeah. And if they're successful in that, um, I think the league's been talking about moving the teams to um, a couple of cities. Uh, yeah, so it'll be interesting if, if they can do that. Um, some superstars, including LeBron, said that he wouldn't do that because he doesn't want to be away from his family. So, so, yeah. so, so salaries are, I guess, massively different, right? So the, in the CBA, the, the commissioner said, if you don't do it, then you're off the team. Uh, and... and and I guess these, these players can't afford to be, you know, without work or they, they don't want to be, you know, you, you're dealing with yeah. different massive amount of money, right? And, and the way China works and, you know, and, and all that stuff. Yeah. So they haven't given them a choice, but with the NBA, it will be different. So, so we'll see, like, I just want the CBA to start for, 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 for the fact that there's some basketball, some, some, some competitiveness, some competitive sport happening. Yeah. There's, there's, there's no sport at all. Um, so, watching old games, um, yeah, NBA, YouTube channel, uh, League Pass, they've shown a lot of old games. It doesn't have the same feel because it's not actually happening now and you know the results. It's like watching a movie, a good movie, over and over and over again. Like, you know, it's just it's so many times you can do it, you know. But watching live something happening, 
you don't know what's kind of the results are. That's that's the whole reason why, why why we do this podcast. You know, the whole reason why we play sports, especially basketball. You know, like you can turn up, you can play a game, and you can win by twenty, lose by twenty. So, and it all hinges on you know, what what happens during the game. Like you know, you grit, you grind, and and all the drama that comes with it. Uh, being being men, you know, we 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 love we love our drama. I, I love my drama in sports. You know, just just to see all the all the craziness of the court, and then just to see how they deal with it on the court. You know, all the trash talk and they back it up. You know, and you can talk. He talks back to me. I'm ducking your ducking your head. <laughs> I want that all back. <laughs> how about you, D Swizzle? What do you miss about the game, and what are your hopes for the for the? Well, I'll answer the last one. I'm I'm hoping that the season continues for a, a couple of reasons. Uh, I know it's a wasted season for the Knicks. Let's let's put that aside. Yeah. And um, but I'm I'm hanging out for the the conclusion of the regular season because I'm leaving my family and cousins. <laughs> That's what Yahoo fantasy comp, and uh, I'd like I'd like to get my trophy at the end of this at the end of this season. So uh, more so than the fantasy stats and numbers, it's it's the the competition I think, and it's the drama between teams, and also knowing that you're on that verge of a seven game playoff series between rivals, and I think that's that's what I'm looking forward to the most is when when it gets to Two teams locking horns, and they've got they've got it all to play for, and that's what the second half of the season is really about is is that playoff mentality. So that's that's what I'm uh, looking forward to uh, the most. Look, keeping keep on keeping on, and uh, I think with this forced down. Downtime is it really downtime if you're productive? I don't know if it's really could be classified as downtime, but in during this this challenging time of the COVID pandemic era, I think it's important that we do all um, find ways to to keep ourselves healthy, not just in um, um, the body but also in the mind, and um, to engage uh, with those closest to us and our colleagues um, through the use of you know electronic platforms because it's it is important to to, to make keep in touch you know um, and, and in saying that um, I know we've been gone for a while but we'd like to hear um, your thoughts and, and views on on things that you miss about the NBA so get, drop a line to our social accounts we just still are on there and and Hopefully we can, um, in the coming days and weeks, uh, deliver more content because basketball, there's a lot of, there's a lot in basketball to talk about, even if the season is on um, a, a suspended halt as it is at the moment. Final thoughts, T, before we wrap yep. it up? Yeah, just to touch on one more topic. Uh, are you excited for the, for the Jordan uh, I guess release coming out like the ten parts. I am of the last dance. That's this. This is something oh, I'm yeah. looking forward to. I'm hanging on. Yeah, it's, at least we get to see some some new footage that we haven't seen before. You know. Yeah, Honest- I I am very much looking forward to that. Yes, yeah, but I am I- trying to limit my TV time. So okay. Got to make it the most. Got to make the most of the TV time. I think that's the the key. Is that yeah, is that of your own doing, or is that something that um that was imposed on you? <laughs> 
it wasn't influenced by me by my fiance, but it's it is something I think that we need to keep in check is the I think being at home and working from home and and you know and all for the benefit of keeping others healthy um, by staying at home and not spreading COVID is is to make sure that you you still have that that discipline that it is you know you've got to get up and do work and to engage with people um, and not spend so much time in front of the box than you um, ordinarily would. But I mean, these, this, these are challenging times and we've got to be resourceful and creative and um, you know, maybe ways we develop new skills and new creative outputs. So, yeah. So, so with the Jordan series coming out, um, I think we should review every episode after they releases and then we can go, we can dig deep into uh, meanings and Easter eggs that we we get out of it. So it'll be interesting series to, to discuss with yourself and Rich. Well, that's, that's uh, we'll put that on the agenda. I'm looking forward to seeing the great, the great Michael Jordan and uh, the Chicago <laughs> uh, during the championship era. And uh, look, it's it's it is challenging times and let's let's get through it together and um, hopefully this will pass shortly definitely so yeah so so yeah we're here um we're we're basically going to start pumping out more content um i, I know we we reiterated that we've been away but yeah definitely fill out time and hopefully we'll get through this together thanks for listening to us guys Hold it.